Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Welcome to you, to Porsche Talk. This is your host, Alan. And we are so excited for Porch Fest. We have a dare tag ourselves. They'll be there Friday and Saturday. I have with me Cobrit. Hello, 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 hello. Good to have you back, brother. Many moons. Yep, it's been a minute or two, but uh, always happy to come on the show and uh, share my zany life and opinions and theories and whatever's going on in the old nugget up here. <laughs> Before we get going, um, my roommate in Mobile, we were bandmates. Before we moved in together, all we did was go over to each other's places and practice all the time. Yeah. And when we moved in together, it's like, all we're going to do is play. We're going to be the greatest of all time. Never played together. Never played, time. yeah. And Never. so, like, wow, you and I podcast together, live together. Hardest thing to fucking arrange. Right? It's right. It's right. Hey, uh, when are you going to be home? Oh, well, you know, I got work. Which I'll tell you, I'll be honest. The night shift has just been, like, it's been crippling me. And you know what? I honestly, like, I don't care what anybody says. The older you get, Things like that actually start taking much a much greater effect on you. I mean, they really do. Like, yeah. like, like. I mean, I know people that can sleep, that can go like four to six hours on sleep. That's all they need, and then they're up and at it. But like me, not saying that I couldn't do that. I mean, I could definitely probably do that, but it's just so hard to actually sleep. And in reality, I probably only get within that much sleep in reality but it's just I, so hard to get to sleep well i think that's the thing that we don't really think about sleep is like whether you're you're hitting an hour or two here or hour or two there like the important thing is is where people don't often get is like rim cycle oh well it's like uh somebody told me the other day they're like oh because you know i have insomnia or whatever so i was telling i told somebody the other day i was like uh, you know, blah, 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 sleep problems, this, that, and the other. And they were like, oh, dude, just take you a shot of wild turkey. And I was like, dude, let me tell you something. I don't know how your body operates, but if I drink the wild turkey, I'm not going to sleep. I'm ready to go to, like, I mean, probably not. Wild turkey. You know, at the same time, though, like. Not the gobble. But, like, you know, the different, well, you know this. So, like, think about a night that you've been out drinking for a while. Right. Enough to whenever you get to the point where you're tired enough to lay down, go to sleep, you pass hell out. When you wake up, you're still tired because in all retrospect, you really didn't get the deep sleep that you need. But anyways, just a newsflash out there for you people. Right. Just saying, older you get, the more things just start to really take can take an, uh, take an effect on you. I mean, just. And not only that, it's like what those teachers used to tell you at school to where it all happens at once. It just, it ain't a slow decline. And so that's why it's important that you don't do what I did and don't exercise because then you're like, what? And your body's like, dude, I can't do, dude, I can't do that like we gotta now I, I will say this I, and 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 i me myself gotta. i think i'm a, a bad advocate of that as well um and I, I don't i think that is something once we find the motivation find the energy mm -hmm. right find it within ourselves to actually do it i think 
think anybody can exercise. I think. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm uh, being facetious about yeah. all that. Yeah, totally. You know what? You don't do. You don't just sit in the room. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, I, I can't say anything. I mean, I'm in a job where, you know, I probably need to be more, a lot more fit um, than I am. And I'm not saying that I'm not. I mean, I, mean, I, mean, I could be really tens of times better shape than I, mean, I am. Everybody should be fit. I mean, there's no excuse for it, man. Like, it, it's it's so crazy. Is that is where we, we kind of are. And, man, we're, what kind of room do I have to talk? But, I mean, it's, it's wild. It's, I mean, that's just kind of where we're at. I mean, I will tell you this. Like, when I was in Marine Corps, like, when I was, like, active duty, like, living on base and stuff like that, like, getting up in the morning and, like, of course, you know, we're waking up at, like, crack of dawn, right? Like, we got formation at 6, so mm -hmm. we're, we got to be up by at least – I mean, we got – I got to be up before then because I had, you know, <laughs> barracks – people that love barracks rack mates or whatever, so – We've got to be up in enough time to where I can get a shower, I can get my clothes and shit on, and then like depending on where you kind of fall in that responsibility chain, like me personally, like I I was a team leader and a squad leader, so I needed to be up before everybody else because I had to go wake them up. But the thing was, it's like we would go straight into formation, and then then when we go, we would go PT, dude. I can't stress enough how, like, and as much as, like, we used to whine and bitch and complain about, oh, God, we got PT like that. Like, you know, because obviously, if it was easy, right, if we could easily just go back to sleep, right, We'd but we would get nothing done. I mean, that would be great. That that would be awesome, right? Everybody would love to do that. But um, we would go PT, and I'm not going to lie to you, dude. Like, we get done with PT, and they'd be like, all right, shower, change over, go grab a bite to eat. And I'm telling you, dude, Every day, just when it started out like that, dude, it just made me feel a thousand times better. Like, I used to have this hidden ability, mm -hmm. all right? Almost like a superpower. You know, if you've got narcolepsy, you probably don't think it's quite a superpower, but, like, in the midst of all this, right, I used to have this insane napping power, dude. Like, I could be sitting here talking to you, and then I could do this. I had a bad habit of, like, sticking my chin in my vest where my it would hold my head down, and I would just sit here, like, against a tree, and I would just, I would just, like, <laughs> fall asleep. There you go. Yeah, and then, like, literally, it'd be, like, a 30-minute nap, but I would be asleep, and then my buddies would be like, hey, come on, we got to go patrol. I'm like, All right, let's go. Let's do this. But I'm telling you, yeah, I, I think, uh, I think, uh, I think we should, you know, we, you're right. We definitely have no excuse. And the way that everything's turning in the world now, I mean, like, honestly, you need, you need to be, you need to be, you need to be quick enough to be able to, I'm going to use the word tactical, but move in a tactical manner. And I think, you know, that's a really good word for it. Um, but I also think you need to have at least the the strength and the endurance to kind of um uh, be able to take on some additional challenges that probably you don't face every day. Like, you know, you need to be able to you need to be able to like carry a lot of weight and go walk a certain distance. Endurance. Know? I mean, yeah, I mean all those things would be good. And I mean the thing that we're all guilty of is like we see a viral video of like this this thing happening to somebody and i mean the first thing that we say to ourselves is that would never happen to me yeah how you know that <laughs> really and i mean like the the odds of you like saying that and being correct is probably around 98 percent or so but i mean there's still there's a small percent and so like uh being prepared and preparedness i mean i mean that's something that i've been thinking about for over the it's a little embarrassing how long I've been thinking about it and I haven't been proactive about it. But like yeah. just to get back into like some kind of a shape to where I could react, I could be tactical, uh, I can move, I can uh I know my body's limit, you know, uh, that that kind of thing. But shit, uh moving on, uh not not to linger there too long. Um with the mind, uh Lord of the Fallen, boys and girls. Lord of the Fallen. 
Dark Souls-esque. It's made by Unreal. You may be for, familiar with it. Uh, game maker. This ain't from software who makes Dark Souls, but Unreal, they decided that uh, they wanted to make a hard game, and I would say that they succeeded. Yep. <laughs> I've been stuck on the... Let's see. Because I'll tell you this, like, so, like, in, in, in all your Souls games, specifically, like, Elden Ring, you know, you had, like, for example... Like you had those uh those characters like when you first the, the first place you spawn in right the first place in Elden Ring the guy the sentinel the tree sentinel mm-hmm. all right obviously that's the first big bad but that's not the first boss though mm-hmm. like there's there's there are bosses there you know throughout the game and that's kind of how uh so uh lords of fawn is and so i'm actually on one of the what i guess you could say main bosses well i mean let's just stop and say this real quick about like what's what is uh generally with dark souls or even elden ring or maybe even bloodborne i haven't spent enough time with that game to know but like when a game from from software from software such as a dark souls opens the immediate thing is they're going to let you kind of feel the control out a little bit. They're not going to tell you a whole lot. They'll be like, yeah, this is how you roll. This is, you can sprint. This is how you strike hard. And this is how you uh, block. And then you walk out into this big arena and you're going to see something 50 times bigger than you and be like, let's see how you fare. And Lord of the Fallen did that. Not no spoiler. I mean, like, and that's not a spoiler if you never played Dark Souls. That's just how the game opens. Yeah. And I mean, just for people on the tism, is like, I mean, that is like it, it's life in that regard. It's like, there you go. What are you gonna do? I didn't tell you anything about yourself, about how your equipment works. I didn't tell you anything about this person that you're about to fight. And by the way, their health bar is as big as a screen. See if you can figure out and beat them. Just see. Not gonna lie, dude. It's very uh it is it is is I mean it's I I honestly for the most part with the you know minus what you know minus like some specifics like names or what they call this or what they call yeah. that. Other than that, very, 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 you know very much like Souls games. I mean, I, I mean, all the way to the point to where, like, even like you know, like I showed you, you know, about the red lamps. Like when you when you uh, soul flay a red lamp and you go and avenge a lamp bearer. You, even how the thing shows up above, like, or whenever you beat uh, uh, mm-hmm. beat it, and I don't know if you've noticed this too, but like if after you beat like one of those bosses, it's almost like the game will recognize. Oh, it does. It'll, it'll say it, it, it alters the entire course of the world. Like a bit of the world brightens up a little bit. Well, like you know, example, it's like like it gets it, the, a sin has been cleansed. Exactly, a sin cleansed heretic, dis, heretic uh, eliminate or whatever. But it's all English, yeah, yeah, whatever. And, then, and so, and that's why I'm just like, what? Like, yeah. but I'm I'm eager. I will say this, in my opinion, um. I think it may be a little easier to navigate than um, than Elden Ring, and and because let's be honest, that's not a fair comparison because this is uh, a linear game. This yeah, is, yeah. This is more like a Dark Souls or even Demon Souls, Dark Souls one, two, three, even Bloodborne. Like it's a very straightforward linear. It's not open world yeah. to where someone like me has to be like. Well, I just got in a fight with this guy. Oh, I just saw that rock over there. What's that look like? There's some butterflies over there. And then next thing you know, it's like you're completely off base to where like a game like this, it kind of lean it it makes you go a certain way. You you may not understand like the puzzle or what's going on in the situation, but like you're where you're supposed to be and you'll be stuck until you figure it out. Yeah. 
I, w- I do like the uh, I do like whatever you know Unreal Engine. Uh, I like. Well, the- they're responsible for uh, one of the best fighting game systems uh, oh, ever sure. known. Uh, Batman Arkham. Yep. Uh, Arkham City, like all your Batmans, and like uh, a lot of your fighting games. Not we're not going back to like uh, Mortal Kombat or those guys, but we're talking about like fighting games in the it's sense the, of what I, I want to say. I is think, the is the current Mortal Kombat uh, Unreal? I it think, may be. What about uh, what, what's the one uh, Injustice? That is, I believe. Yeah, and so like those are really good mechanics, and like what I mean by mechanics is like the guys in the green. Sh- the green suits who are like you, you got all these bubbles on you and like they, these are hit boxes and so like when you were in these fights like unreal engines and from software does a really good job of like the hit point and like where it does damage and how much damage it does and like man i mean it, it was always so ridiculous like if you were in the arcade like I don't know about you, but like going to the mall with my older, older brother, and we were playing Street Fighter Two in the arcade. And like, if your older brother knew a little hack, I mean, he could just get all in the hitbox and just wreck you. Yeah. And so, like, like the, and we're playing NPCs. Yeah, it can be MMO. Like, you can play with another character. You can fight another one. You can try to get their shit. But um, for the most part, it's hitboxes versus an NPC. Yeah. Totally, yeah. I definitely have turned for all you those of you now. If you manage to play the game, I'm gonna tell you right now. I turn it off, and the reason being is because the other day I was sitting here playing, minding my own business. I'm trying to grind for my own individual purposes. Okay, I'm trying to raise my level. I'm trying to get my points up. Dog took a shit in the carpet. That actually happened. And then um and then and then guess what? Some dude it says you've been chosen for this ritual. And I'm like, what does that mean? All of a sudden, dude chops out of nowhere. And I was like, okay, you know what though? <laughs> it, it's Hercules. Yeah. I'm like, I got you. Come on, come on. Dude, we lasted. We probably went around and around and around for the longest time, but you know why he beat me? Because he was really good at the fucking he his his strategy was shield and sword. And he was really good mm-hmm. at shield and sword. Um, I mean, one thing um, that you've been telling me about that, like, that's why I've been so slow, dude, is like trying to learn the, the frame rates and do I want a double hand? Do I want to do sword and shield? Do I want to focus more on spells? Do I want to do a mix? And like, you really can't commit to a mix. And then also, like, when you're doing the boss fights, like, my main thing in Dark Souls, like, if, if I was honed in on Dark Souls, like, my goal when I go into a boss hit is like not being hit one time. Like fighting a boss fight perfectly. And that could be totally done with that game. Dude, if like, if you were good enough with the mechanics. Like tonight. Tonight. I vow that I will. Mm. I will finish and complete. We're starting a Twitch tonight. This Freaking, what is it? Uh, the the uh, the fucker on the horse. Yeah, the fucker on the horse. What is he called? It's called something. Oh, the the hushed saint. The hushed Ooh. saint. Tonight, all right. I will. I will honestly admit that I have probably attempted this now at least thirty times. I'm not. I'm not upset to admit that. He's a. He's a. He's a tough guy, and I mean like. I have watched the videos. I have listened to other people play. And you know what the funny thing is? My character level, I'm higher than all those guys. And this and they, it's about what you said. It's about the mechanics. It's about how you play. And apparently with this guy, you gotta stay close. You gotta, you know, very little and but anyways, that's Man, video that was, games. That's video games today for us, guys. So that was the thing. Like when, like when I sat down and I was first playing with it, and you were sitting there on the side of the couch, and you're just like, "Here comes the first boss, and you might want to form a little bit." And I was like, "I wish I never heard any of that. I would have rather walked in there blind and just had to like fend for my life." And like since that, I have been like taking my time, being real careful, and I was like, it kind of robbed me of that. Oh shit! Experience, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's almost like 
watching like the guides or you know where everything is, and I get that, but like go in it blind. Let it let it devour you. <laughs> no, I mean, I definitely been watching guides, and that's just because uh I watch one specific guide. He has other videos, like you know, like to show you like OP builds or stuff like that. But I like his walkthroughs because um he's very uh he uh, he takes notes and he follows the notes and like in the middle of the game, like if he dies, right, like while he's playing, like he'll he'll take that loss and then he'll show you like he explains it and he doesn't try to like make some OP I mean he tells you like how like from the very basic level and he's very like you know choice selective like okay you're coming up to this point in the game where you can make a decision you can either do this or you, you can do that think about like how much like if let's say he was doing that from a very low level and he was going through and like he was showing you how to fight the bosses and how the mechanics and even like how to deal with like one of the hardest bosses at the beginning was like uh you you take a left from the first visage you go down, you have to break a, a a carriage, and then there's this guy with a double-edged sword, two-handed, and if you don't know what you're doing, he'll wreck you every time. And then just down the street, there's a boss. And so, like, that, that guy with the two-handed sword that was too big for him to where he's having to drag it, that was your preparation for learning the mechanics and also he had some magic he would shoot spells uh and even like if you didn't have the brightness that's one thing i've noticed about games that's tricky lately is even if you don't set your brightness right like you you'll have a little arc flash from like some of the spells and things done at you like to where it's like affecting you in real life mm. have you noticed that Nah, I mean, I maybe I'm I retarded. Keep it, I keep it, <laughs> I keep it pretty bright. Oh no, like I, I just I hate like where there's like games that are that want to play very. Don't get me wrong. I mean, like some of them they have it makes sense. You know, you want to be in dark, but I can't. <clears throat> so, even the darkest setting in a game, like I can't. I brighten it all the way to max. Okay, so like when you're going in the game setting, it's like. Show this little uh, diamond until you can barely see it. And Cole's like, yeah, I'm all the way. You're going to see the entire diamond. That's me. And it's going to be white. And guess what? You know what that means for me? Whenever I walk down, like, because I've played, don't get me wrong. I've played horror games before. Don't necessarily play them all the time. But when I was growing up, one of the number one PS2 games that I had, was it PS1 or PS2? I don't quite Silent remember. Hill. No, it was called Extermination. Hmm. Much like Silent Hill, Resident Evil, whatever. But anyways, it was... I don't know if you ever played this game, dude. It was... It was tough, but it was that. <laughs> but it was about these... It was about these Marines in this base in Antarctica. It was perfect. It was perfect. perfect. And they end up getting their helicopter shot down and everybody's spread out. And then according, you know, you're going through and you're figuring shit out and you got to get this key to go to this door and this dude, this and this dude, that you have no bullets, but yet you have a gun. You have to go here and you got to get bullets. You got to do this. You got to do that. You got a flamethrower with no propane. Absolutely. You could go and pick up the, the part. We're, the we're playing the thing. 100%. Actually, it, it might as well have been the thing. Might as well have been a thing. Might as well have been. I'm sorry. Repeat that so many times. <laughs> Actually, exactly what it should have been, except, except, uh, uh, a little different. But, uh, but yeah, anyways, that was like my first experience. But the aliens would go up your, instead of up your butthole, they would go in your belly button. Boy, wouldn't that be about the Matrix? Uh. (laughs) (laughs) We can't be creative with how aliens enter. But hmm, there, there's nowhere new you can go. They like your pinky toe. I'm on the. Anyway, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, the, <laughs> I, I'm just you know I, I like how we're like gradually transitioning to a different topic. Like like me personally, I I am over that. Everybody, America, world, you know, I'm over that. I don't think that aliens are going to 
dissect us and stick their finger in our ass. I don't think that's what they're trying to do anymore. They don't want to see your penis. I, I don't think that's. I, I'm, I'm beyond that. I don't think so. Okay. I, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I just. I'm beyond that. You know what I mean? Like I've watched enough freaking stuff from like Bob Lazar and like all these other people that I'm like beyond. Like, look. They obviously don't want to be seen. So what makes sense to you? <laughs> they are among us, you know. Yeah. It's like skin suit thing. Exactly. And it's, uh, it's always like, it's so funny. Like you'll see someone like share like just so I share one like I'm going to eat the silica gel just because they tell me not to. And then like the guy eats it and it's like a cartoon of. All right, they pulled the helmet off. It's like, welcome to the real world. You passed. You know, it's that experience of like, <laughs> my God, like whatever you believe, like with everything going on, seedles or uh, the the government is just totally against us. It's WEF. It's one world organization. It's all these different things. And you're like, dude, I'm just trying to go day to day and get by and by. Well, no fact, and I don't care to bring this up. I hope everybody hears it and I hope she hears it too. My ex believed like she's like a flat earther. Okay. So she believed she learned from this one dude who told her that this life that we're in check this out is a simulation. And I said stop. Listen. That's called the Matrix. She was like, "What?" I'm like, "You've never seen the Matrix. You don't That's know who what Neo you is." Talk about your friends with when you have exactly one hundred and fifteen thousand percent. Not like in real life when you're like walking around, you know. I mean, that's some things you you know you keep in your diary. <laughs> we, no, hundred percent. We just, we just got done eating. It tastes. We're walking out. You paid for the meal. By the way, this is all just a simulation. Yeah, what it the fuck? yeah. Could have been, it could have been different, right? Or, or it has happened differently. Or, like, whatever. Like, uh, I don't know. But, I mean, that's just... Once again, I'm just going back to the meat and potatoes of this whole thing. I don't think that aliens are, like, stuck on, like, probing us. And, uh, you know, I don't think that's the case. I really don't. Um, I'm starting to believe more and more and more now that any extraterrestrial life is actually an enhanced form of of actual human beings, I believe that we human beings have been on Earth for, or not on Earth, but have been a part of the universe for a quite some time, and we have evolved thus over time. All still, all still believing in the same. Watch out with your hand signs, everybody. <laughs> all still believing to the believing the same God of creation that we believe in now, right? All the same thing, but every different uh, evolution or every different civilization of that evolution has kind of, you know, as they do now, they all kind of like critique it a little bit, make it differently for their own. Yeah. And I believe that, and that is why, that is why, me personally, that all the stuff that we have seen up to this point immediately gets tossed into a uh, secret government, you know, plan, secret this, secret that. Like, it's all part of the government. Like, the government did this. Like, the government created that they were trying to test a new fighter jet, and this is what they came up with. Like, I'm going to tell you all right now. Okay. Here we go. I was in the military. I had a secret clearance. Okay. Let's not do this here. What? No. CIA is not about to crash our house, dude. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, is this, is that if they wanted it to really be secret, there wouldn't even be like an accidental dude just out here raking freaking leaves in his yard going, hey, look at that, it's a flying saucer. Mm -hmm. Because, like, you don't think that shit could get out? Oh, I mean, I think it could I think it could, but I think, you know, I'm not saying that accidents don't happen. It's accidents and do. And then, like, when it comes to, like, man, this whole pyramid shit, dude. What, what about everything that's going on in that? Say goodbye. 
to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Right now. Give me a second. With the pyramid, like a lot of people, like how the how the heck did they do all that? Well, they had slaves for one, but also like I think they fully understood the fulcrum, and like they had enough people to move big enough fulcrum to be able to do the work to build those pyramids. And also, it's not that. I mean, yeah, I understand it's a, a wonder of the world, but, like, I mean, it, it happened in Central and South America. I mean, we have these pyramids and all these different things all over the world. That has to um, beg the question. There has to be something to that. Uh, and also, like, when we're talking about otherworldly beings, like, there are so many phenomenons that happen. And I think that's a beautiful thing about the Internet. Whatever you want to believe about that. It's the only reason that I'm somewhat aware of it, even if I believe what I'm seeing on the phone screen or not. But, like, there are natural or unnatural phenomenons happening over the Earth in the same method everywhere all at once. And so, like, what... At at this point, it's like, you don't really... You don't give it up to chance. You don't chalk that up. I mean, you just... it is. Uh, what's the next point? We have to figure out how to understand it. Sure. Uh, where do you start? Well, you have to have some kind of a medium. Well, I remember Dark Ages, we would burn a witch. Well, I'm not saying that's the way either. And then we, we would think about an exorcism of a pope or a priest or a cardinal or something of that nature. Well, we've made plenty of movies of that. I don't know, dude. I don't. I don't know what. To, I. I don't think there is any separation with this. I. I think like there are. There's dimensions to it, and there's planes, and like we are on a certain plane, and all of those ghosts, these doors opening, closing, uh, floor stomping, or whatever else that goes unexplained. It's totally probably happened. You're probably not crazy. It's just in a different plane. That just happens to be in that same dimension that you happen to be in at that point. It's in the umbral. And yeah, sure. Mm. I'm I'm not opposed to that, dude. Yeah, well. Here. Rock, here. paper, stonehenge. You wanna know what I think it was? I think it's a big ass compass that never got finished. And it's I think it. Excuse me. Or, 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 let's take it, let's take it back. It could be that somebody at that time frame was really honestly just trying to build a sophisticated type of temple or building, right? Or what if, Co, it was an asshole like me who did the exact same thing in Kennedy, Alabama, in the woods, just waiting for it. For no reason whatsoever. I have been that guy myself. I have been that guy myself. And now now you have people... Three, five hundred years later is like, what could it mean? It was like, it could just mean he was 
Fucking love you. I had been that guy myself. My aunt actually used to like run a gas station. And then some days I would have to go stay with my aunt, like me and my cousin. So what I would do is like, we could get anything we wanted in the gas station for free. So what I would do is I would like write letters on and, and I'd roll them up and I'd get like an empty bottle and I put the letter in the bottle and I'd just stick it around the store and people would actually see it and they'd open it and they'd pull out the letter and it would just say some really dumb stuff. But I'm just saying, that was me. I was him. I did that. That's me. Look at where I got now. Yeah, what an upgrade. Look at us. Yeah. Look at us. Yeah, Dear tech. Boom. Dude, uh, where else? I, would, I mean, we have uh, the possibility of something cool in March. What, I mean, what's going on around here? Dude, so um, really quick, I'm just going to throw this in there, guys. Uh, if you're in the uh, northeast Mississippi area, whether it be Columbus, Louisville, Starville, um, West Point, Tupelo, uh any of those areas or even around, um, definitely check out, uh, if you'll go to Facebook, look up my boy, Blake Dillard. If you look up Mississippi Alarm, uh, they are doing some really good stuff uh, and they are trying to get ahead of the game as far as how uh, technology and everything else incorporates with regular um, regular everyday uh, home security. So uh, uh, reach out to Mississippi Alarm and ask for Blake. And uh, there's his plug. Also, uh, we want to do a couple other plugs. and But I think I want to wait a little bit until we get closer, maybe toward the end. And, and, and that way, so I can read it and actually give me a minute to look it up while we're talking about it. Um, but yeah, because we got a few. We got a few that we got to throw in. So um, just to give you guys kind of like a, a base of like what we got going on. Um, uh, one of my really good friends that I met through the Marine Corps, obviously, uh, when I got out of active duty, I went into the reserves and uh, I started uh, drilling up in Nashville, uh, in Smyrna, uh, a little bit outside of Nashville, a part of a 323 kilo company. It was an infantry unit um, stationed up in that area. Michael Colazzo, um was a is still a dear and true, like awesome friend of mine. Uh, it's been too long. We haven't seen each other, but uh so in the past year or so, uh, I don't know if many people have probably, if you stay on top of the news or whatever, I mean, maybe, you know, you're that guy that just lives in a cave. But um, with that being said, uh, Michael Colazzo was uh, one of the officers that responded to the uh, active shooter incident that occurred in Nashville not too long ago at the uh, Christian school. And um, he, had, he obviously uh, was one of the officers that, Ended up, you know, firing his weapon, subduing, uh, in, you know, stopping the threat. Uh, I'll just put it to you like that. A uh, really good friend of mine. Um, man, we had, we've got stories to tell as far as like our Marine Corps experience, but uh, I personally reached out to him. Um, he has recently uh, went on a podcast and told the story of that for the very first time, um, which was actually, I mean, it's kind of a big deal. Um, I mean, you know, he's actually telling this story unedited, unfiltered, what he could tell for the absolute first time. And the first time he told it, it wasn't to the news. It went, I mean, obviously he had to get debriefed and go through all that, but it's through this uh, podcast platform. And uh, for you, you know, everybody's wondering, uh, Veteran with a Sign uh, is, I don't know the name of the podcast, I have to pull it up. Um, but Veteran with a Sign, you've probably seen it on social media, but the guy in the green skippy shirt that's holding up a sign, he's got a podcast, guys, and um, uh, Mike has been uh, a part of this podcast. Those guys have, like, actually, like, kind of grown into, like, a huge uh, element now ever since that, and uh, they're continuing to grow. Uh, some of the stuff that um, they're doing, the things that they're working on, Really great, really awesome. So we want to give that plug to Michael Colazzo, um, and obviously veteran with a sign. So plugging those guys in uh, and check that podcast out. Veteran, I believe it's called Veteran with a Sign Podcast. But uh, um, Michael Colazzo, good friend of mine. Like I said, Metro Nashville police officer. He's got a he. He also has his own uh, Instagram. For the first time ever, I used to. I was giving him a really hard time about that. Um, so. In the process of like doing what we're doing, like living in the social networking world, living in the networking world, um, you know, expanding communications through 
podcasts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, recently set out, uh, set up a, a meet with Mike uh, to come on the show, to come on Porch Talk. Um, Here's the story. Whether, whether that be through um, uh, a web, like a web means or to have him here in person. Uh, but also, uh, we've been invited, uh, Porch Talk has been invited to a range day up there with those guys, uh, uh, which is going to be better with a sign, Mike Clazo, um, uh, Echelon USA, um, some different groups up there. So we've been invited to do that uh, March night. So I think it would be pretty cool. I think it would be a great opportunity to get Al in some uh, some tack gear and get him out there shooting <laughs> with some with some gunslingers. Um, so, um, but at the same time, it is, uh, Mike's story is very moving and, uh, I, I am doing my part to try to get that out there to everybody to hear. Cause I, I think it's something that needs to be, uh, I think it's something that needs to be talked about. I think it's something that needs to be heard. Um, but that's just what we got going on as far as like internal wise so guys, you can look forward to that. I know that, um, like as far as like fan base, you know, when it comes to people to listen to the show, you got people from all different walks of life. We've got people that love it. We got people that love it because of the music. Uh, we've obviously got people that love my episodes, and I don't I don't know why, but but I do. I mean, those are those um, are our guys in in armed forces and uh, people people who uh, in law enforcement and firefighters and uh, things that fall in. The field that you're in who are yeah. very uh patriotic and god we love them you know um I, I completely understand that so i don't think it's a mystery at all yeah so a goal that i actually have is uh once we get our way into this and uh kind of break bread with these guys uh want to expand on that a lot more. i mean i i would love it like if we get to meet with him in march of uh, if he's down for it i mean i would love for him to come to porch fest I mean, he don't have to get up on stage and make a speech, but, like, I would, I think I kind of would like that. Yeah, I uh, mean, definitely like, something we can, uh, uh, you know, maybe maybe Porch Fest ain't really the place for it, yeah. but, like, maybe we could create the event, like, because the way that media shapes stories and talks about things, uh, I don't think it's fair. For the most part, I, whether you agree with uh, what happened with Kyle Rittenhouse or not, I don't think that young man ever had a fair shake. And he's 18, 19, 20 years old, and I don't think he'll ever have a fair shake at life. And I'm not saying I agree or disagree with what he did. Uh, I don't think he did anything wrong. But, I'll, but I'm also not condemning or condoning. But like I, I don't understand uh, the hatred for what he did, and uh, like I think there's power in a story, a testimony. So yeah, I mean I'm I'm totally down for that. And if Porch Fest is the right venue for it, if not, we can create a venue. Oh yeah, I mean uh, I, I think uh, I think just from. The networking phase, I think we'll be able to figure out some really cool events um, and possible uh, collaborations with some other people. Um, me personally, just throwing this out there to you, Jake Reeves. Uh, I think that that podcast uh, and the, and I think that they would. Those two podcasts would really benefit meeting one another and collaborating. So I think that Porch Talk could be the bridge for that. I think yeah. uh I think we could do that. I think that man up and uh better with a sign, I think they could benefit each other a whole lot. And Absolutely. I think that uh I, just me personally, knowing like what I give to the podcast, right? Um, like Al said, you know, your veterans, your law, your your first responders, you know, stuff like that. Um your your red blooded Americans. Yeah. So so I just personally feel like, you know, like those guys, uh, you know. We 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 create the network for them. We we you know we we do our part, and uh, and that just shows you the listeners how uh, much influence that even a local podcast can have uh, 
you know, how much influence that we can have yeah. and, and, and how much uh, change it can elicit and how, how much, what it can do. Um, you know, we can, um, we can get a, anybody can stand in front of a computer or stand in front of a microphone and record 15 minutes of a rant or longer and post it if they would like to. But having the opportunity to like go out and meet people, shake hands, actually do the actual in person. Swallow airports first. Yeah. I mean, it's just He's good to meet all of us. And then all of a sudden, like, where does, what is the benefit of that? Well, the benefit of that is, is that, um, for one, like for the listener, um, you know, if it's a certain type of music that you like, or if it's a product that's offered by one of the guests or something like that, it's a way for you to have an opportunity to invest your time, invest your, you know, have an experience with that uh, for, for the most part. So uh, definitely looking forward to that. Um, we've got a lot going on. Um, as you can see, the venue wise, this is the happy house that we're in currently right now. So this happy. is yep. Yeah, so uh, we actually are in the process of constructing a studio specifically for Porch Talk. Um, right now, it is on the low end of 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 the construction deadline, but um, we in no hurry. Yeah, we're we're working on it, and once it's complete, you guys can expect ten times difference video footage. I mean, just quality wise, uh, sound. I mean, not that sound has ever been a problem. I think we've always had a great sound. Um, but we're going to be in a closed-door uh, uh, studio with uh, soundproofing equipment and and just have that ability to kind of really focus more on the sound, focus more on the visuals. And um, um, we're going to get it set up. And it's, as much as it's a blessing for us to have that, 100%, like it is it is great for us to have that, It's uh, it's also – we're excited to give that to you. Like we're excited to share that with our listeners. It's a long time coming. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've been we've been doing this for going on six years, seven years, and you've been here maybe since the beginning, or maybe a year or two, or maybe you just hopped on board. But I mean, it's it's been a wild ride. And God, how many apartments and houses and states and highways and i mean just everything that we've done and like we're we're trying to do more video and audio and make it feel more like you're here all the time and like do more video logs and dude like it's gonna be a big thing and i guess like the last half of this episode is just telling you empty promises of things that we want and what has come? I mean, I, I necessarily I wouldn't see uh, a couple of these things as, as, as empty promises. I mean, definitely obtainable by us, even if even if we can only benefit from a portion of it. But uh, definitely on the right track. If you're a listener and have been a listener for a long time, I encourage you to continue to be a listener and post out. We got t-shirts coming out here pretty soon. Um, we got more merchandise on the way down the road, and it's only what you can imagine. It's just like a fire, okay? So, like, if we start it here, it's a grass fire, all right? It's a wildfire. It's about to, it's going to catch on. It's going to keep rolling, all right? So, uh, um, definitely continue to support we got porch fest coming up in april man it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be great al like and i'm telling you guys this from a two-part experience one uh being al's roommate and two being you know a, a follower a listener uh of the of the podcast even though i've been on the show and i've been a part of this thing for a while I, i'm just telling y'all now like how this has progressed this idea started, and I just want to share, take this opportunity. I want to kind of shine on you for a minute, Al. You don't mind? I've never masturbated, Boris. <laughs> so I'm fucking with you. Uh, anyways, uh, how dare you say that in front of George? Damn it! All right, so, um, so this 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 started with an idea. Porch talk was, and it was an idea that Al had. And for those of you that don't really know, like Al has quite the story. I don't think that nobody has actually heard your story at, at, at almost, what, over a thousand episodes? Uh, we've been telling a little bit. 
But no one has actually sat down and listened to Alan Aldridge's story, where he comes from, why he's doing what he's doing, where does this come from? Why do you sing the why do you write the songs that you sing? Why do you sing the songs that you sing? What 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 has influenced you in life? Nobody, but I will tell you this. I will tell you this. Um, this was an idea that Al had, right? Whether you think it was like harebrained or whatever, but he literally he 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 he, he vocalized this to his friends. Of course, at the time, me, Blake Dillard, like some of that. And I friends, vomited on the sidewalk many times, and and so um, it was an idea that that was had, you know, amongst friends. And the difference between Al and somebody that just, you know, has an idea and continues to live life every day wishing and wanting that they had something but never really trying well i can tell you that al can be your muse for that only because he took a conversation like that and he turned it into something and porch talk started very very slow um First few episodes were um, with me, with Cobb, with with a bunch of Al's friends. And then as it started to grow, like Al put the time in, you know, after working, you know, a whole day working for Starbucks Utilities and emailing, being told no. Yeah. I mean, just I mean, constantly uh, dude, starting Instagram, like never been on that before. Never been on like a lot of these different social media apps and DMing these people and figuring out their emails and emailing them and not writing me back or giving me a soft no. Or then sometimes it's like a, a really hard no that kind of hurts your feelings if they were a hero. And, <laughs> or, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it's all that. But yeah, it's, uh, I mean, we're six years in now, man. Fuck, there's all I mean, and it's, we're not it's, done yet. Yeah, it's grown exponentially. And and just the thing, here's the thing. Like, you know, we, uh, I, I was getting on Porch Fest. Um, Man, please so come on, dude. Porch Fest please. started started with this idea, right? That was birthed from the idea of this podcast. And the first Porch Fest literally was like 30 people. And, you know, uh, just uh, I mean I don't know grilling hot dogs. I mean a they, couple a couple from uh, Midwest outside of Chicago coming down to nowhere Alabama, and we decided that we would throw a party for them. We threw a party for them, <laughs> and we cooked, and we, and we, and we played, did, and we cooked, and, and we, we cooked crawfish, and it was it was <laughs> badass. You know, it was a good time. We had a essentially. For those of you that live in the South and understand the Southern culture and everything down here, we had a crawfish bowl and played some music. Essentially, that was the first porch fest. The second porch fest, obviously, networking, more episodes, everything went into that. Um, it just grew exponentially. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, with your partnership with Munson and Brothers, it finally, you know, it grew into something. Mm -hmm. Um, so now Porch Fest is essentially it's held at Munson Brothers. Um and uh I, I mean it's it's become such a big thing. I mean, I was just asking Al the other day, I was like, you know, very early on, I think this was actually back in January when I was asking you this, so I was like, what's Porch Fest looking like? You know, what's what's and it, the whole lineup was already is already ready to go. It's the whole lineup is already booked. The only way it can change is if something happens. Um and it's stupid, dude, like there's retainer. I mean, like, we're talking. If you wanted to be on the lineup for Porch Fest in 2025, you would need to already have it spoke to me by July. Because I mean, like, that's that's how far back we go, and it's like that's retainer. And so, like, I I literally had a band uh, back out today, and I hit the the next band up in the lineup. And what do they do? Okay, yeah. We like that time. I mean, and that is literally where we are. I mean, like, that is so insane that we have to have retainer. And so, like, I don't know how long this venue will be big enough for Porch Fest. I don't know what the next thing is, man, but, like, thank y'all. I guess. I don't guess. I know. Like, shit. Thank y'all. I personally am calling out the stupid. red clay strays. 
think you guys should totally mm. come to Porch Fest. Just saying. Not anybody in particular wants to listen to you. Just, you know, just if you want, if you got the time, I mean, just, yeah, well, really, you, know, you know, you're not doing anything. I mean, anything well, else to do. We might can work out a way to mm. pay you some money, you know. Up to you. Before your time, obviously, um, we'll do. We'll uh, say that we'll definitely do our best. I mean, it's just speaking of, since uh, everybody sees me now looking like a couple idiots over here. No, no, no. Here's the deal: if you're just now listening to the Red Clay Strays, which I know that you freaking are, because it is what it. I wonder why I went crazy all over the place. Let it be known that they were here first. They were here on Porch Talk first. That's not. That's not. That's not a lie. They were here first. I had to. I had to realize that myself. I was like, "Oh, dude, I'll check out this band. I love him." He's like, "Dude, you know I interviewed these guys." I was like, three years ago." Right. So I had to sound like a douchebag. Yeah, like, like I was. A, I was. Yeah. A, I was a hipster. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. I totally knew about those guys, and then I threw up the interviews. Like, yeah. four years ago. But, uh, yeah. And now they've blown up. So, like, guys, listen, go back to that episode. Listen, listen to that episode with Rick Clay Strays. If you love that song, Wondering Why, go ahead, go back, go to Porch Talk, go through. I know there's a lot of episodes you got to filter through, but look up the Rick Clay Strays. They did a, they did an episode with uh with with Al with Porch Talk, uh, and it was great. It was awesome. I mean, it really was. I mean, especially to listen to know what's going on now with that band and knowing that they're flying off the shelves, like really are they? Uh, they're bringing this. Uh, in my opinion, they're bringing this like 1940s, 1960s era of country kind of like back to the sound. Like that. That that's the way that I feel about it a little bit. Um. Yeah. Me personally, it's a sick little thing, and I think they're on the forefront of it, dude. I, I do, I truly believe in that. Check them out, dude. Anything else to do, uh, man? I, th I think, I think we've done it. Fair, fair. Love y'all. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. I gotta. I don't say the n word. Cause I know you can. I'm actually gonna leave this part in because I think it's funny. Why won't that exit? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. You remember this day that.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.